0: In today's show, we look at Monday. There were 11 games on. Lots of interesting things for us to talk about. Michael Bolton.
1: Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy
0: Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed.
1: You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network.
0: And you can find me on Twitter, as always, at Redrock underscore Beeble, on TikTok at Redrock underscore Beeble, and on Instagram at Locked on Basketball. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on today to get started. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. With 11 games on, that's a lot to talk about. So let's get straight into the news, Warny. Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> <laughs> all right, there's not like a huge amount here. Um, LeBron is likely back on, on Wednesday with that foot issue. There are going to be lots of games off for LeBron. I'm pretty confident in saying that. So just be aware of LeBron's absences coming up. And an update from the What to Watch For show earlier today. Jason Tatum is now doubtful for Tuesday. I don't know whether that makes him likely to play Wednesday. I would think probably not. But they've got a million guys out. There's no um, Smart, no Brown, no Tatum. Horford and Williams are going to miss time. Um, you've got great opportunities. Sammy Hauser, Derek White, Brogdon if he plays, who's likely to play his probable Um, uh, Grant Williams gets a boost. There are a lot of guys out, so a lot of guys get opportunities there in Boston. They're probably the two biggest news things. There was some wo- uh, news of the Dallas Mavericks working out LaMarcus Aldridge. I honestly don't care at all about that. Aldridge is not going to be a fantasy option. He was so bad last season. This is not an indication that you know, the Mavericks just must hate Christian Wood so much that Aldridge is going to be a part, like a, a, um, an impediment to Wood. No, Wood's his own impediment there. We'll talk more about the Mavericks um, later on yeah, for their recap game today. But don't worry about that Aldridge situation. It might not even come to fruition. We hear about these workouts all the time. When are we going to get the next Isaiah Thomas is working out for a team um, tweet? I'm sure that'll come at some point and it will mean nothing, as it usually does. We had some buyouts today. Justin Holiday, uh or some signings. Justin Holiday is going to sign with Dallas. Um, we saw Dwayne Dedman signing with Philadelphia to be their backup center as well, as long, as well as the other ones we have. We still don't know about what's happening with Westbrook. We still don't know what's happening with John Wall. There's probably a couple other ones there that I am uh, unaware. Oh, Terrence Ross went to the Suns, of course. We don't know where Patrick Bevel is going also on the buyout market. So that's where we're at with news. Let's just go straight. Actually, just got an update here as I'm recording this on Steph Curry. He's saying he's not doing any on-court work. Um, he won't play in uh, in LA, of course, in that first game after the All-Star break. Um, but he might miss a few more after that. So hopefully it's not too much longer after that. I didn't think he'd play that first game. I thought he might be back for the second or third game after the break, but it does appear like he'll be out a little bit longer than that. So let's do this, this first game, the Atlanta Hawks and the Charlotte Hornets, the first game up for us to take a look at. The Hornets with a big victory in this game. One, uh, my screen just goes completely blue as I just push the wrong button on things. That's fine. Um, 144 138, the final score here. Charlotte wins over Atlanta. Trey Young is starting to come on at the moment, fifth ranked player over the last week, 25 2 and 14 with two steals. The shooting is still really rough for him, but picking it up in other areas. Well, DeJounte Murray played a ton of minutes, man. 40 minutes for DeJounte. He had 20 points, five rebounds, four assists, and just continues to hover in that third round range. They were without Johnny Collins, so they started in his first game, the depressed penis, Sadiq Bey. He played like he was a bench player and had 12 points in 21 minutes. And. I think I'm going to give the old Jack a big workout today.
1: Get that garbage out of here!
0: Bye-bye, Sadiq. Uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich, 11-4-2, two two steals and a block. That's all right. John Collins returning is going to impact him. I know it seems weird that he will, but he will. Because Bay won't play as many minutes at power forward, meaning Hunter plays fewer minutes at at power forward and pushes down to small forward, which impacts Bogdanovich's playing time. Clint Capella, 29 minutes, 22-7. Really strong game, but... Um, old mate Onyeka Okongwu was able to do some good stuff too. The thing I look at, that's a great line from Okongwu. no problem. 12-7, and 7, three steals, two blocks. We love that. That's absolutely amazing. Do we trust him to do that in 19 minutes? I don't trust anybody to be a 12-team league guy in 19 minutes a night. So he is obviously the backup, but he's only going to play 20-21 minutes most nights. And that does limit his overall upside. Still can hold him, but he's a back-end guy. This is a great game. If anyone wants to give you a top 80 player for Okongwu, man, I'd do it straight away. But I don't think that's going to happen. Hunter had 21 points, and as always, the front end of his lines always look great. 21 points looks amazing, doesn't it? Yeah, and then there's seven rebounds, which is actually pretty good, but combined one rebound, zero steals, and zero blocks. So we had one rebound combined—sorry, one assist combined with steals and blocks. That's the old Ryan Anderson special. He was 4-4 four four from the line and 47 overall from the field. For the Hornets, Lamello was great. He played a ton, though. 41 minutes. 30-6 and with 15-6 and 6, six, six triples. And finally, a game where he didn't shoot under 40%. 63% from the field in this one. And it was also a good game from Gordon Hayward. Now, he's been pretty bad most of the season, Gordo. But top 50 over the last week, that's an ad. The absence of Jalen McDaniels and Oubre is obviously helping him. But maybe he's finding something. 26-5, 8 assists and 2 steals. Rozier is he back? Yeah, maybe. Twenty nine four and five, two blocks, five threes. Uh, definitely playing better than the beginning of the season. And PJ Washington Jr. Him and Jay Crowder, they're going to be sharing this one. Hey, Sometimes it may be good. Sometimes it may be shit. He's actually pretty good. Twenty two seven and five. While the uh, the big fella in the middle.
1: Oh hi, Mark.
0: Thirty minutes. That's what I care about. He won't get 30 every single night because there will be foul trouble games. 15-5, and five, two steals, two blocks, 83 from the line. An absolute, guaranteed, must roster, 10-team league player Mark Williams is one of the times that a trade deadline stash works out basically as perfectly as you could have wanted. Big Dick Nick Richards is a 14-team league guy. He had 6-5 and five in 17 minutes. Well, Dennis Smith is in the discussion while Oubre and Cody Martin are out. Uh, to be a 12-team streamer. 24 minutes for Dennis, 12 points, steal, and a block. We know what he provides to us, and that's that good defensive production. The second game is the Spurs and the Cavs. The Cavs win it. It probably got a little bit closer than the Cavs would have liked towards the end here. 117 Cleveland, 109 San Antonio. No Vassell. He should be back just after the break. Trey Jones was out. Doug McDermott was out. Romeo Langford was out as well. The big fella, Zach Collins. Obviously, a must-roster player. 11, 5, 6, 3 steals. Good shooting from the field, from the line. It always baffled me when people were like, man, he's got a terrible fantasy profile. Eh, I'm not so sure about that. I think it's actually a pretty good fantasy profile. Pretty good numbers from him. Malachi Branham's a guy that doesn't actually have a pretty good fantasy profile. And this is, if you do have him, now it's going to be hard to do. You probably can't pull it off. But there is a sell-high opportunity here. 29 minutes for Branham, 9 to 18 points. We will go, man, he's a rookie. They'll give him all the minutes he can handle. And look at that score. And that is good scoring. But one rebound, two assists, he had two steals, and he shot 73%. He's just got an overall lack of production across other areas. And Vassell, I assume, will play at some point. And Trey Jones will return, and Langford will return. And he might not play 28 minutes a night. And even if he does, I'm not sure that he's a 12-team league player. He's a 175th-ranked player over the last week, Branham. And that's in a starting 28-minute-a-night role. He's just not a very good category league player at this point. I like him as a player. I think there is something to see with him. But I don't think he's a must-roster. Devontae Graham, 29 minutes. 12 points, 8 assists, 2 steals. On the surface, that looks really good as well. Under 40% shooting, which is actually pretty good for him, 36%. That's an improvement from his usual numbers. You've got to punt field goals to have him. There's no other way around. He's one of the worst shooters in the NBA. Shout out to Killian Hayes. Graham is bad at it. But he's not going to play 29 minutes every night. I feel really comfortable in saying that. It's just not going to happen. So you can stream him. Sure. As a long-term guy, absolutely no worries about me feeling confident about that. Because I don't. What did happen though is Goldfinger was back. Charlie Bassi, 13 minutes, 6 and 8. He is a very good permanent producer. And if you're in a 16 team league, I would grab him immediately. If I'm in a 14 team league, I would consider it. Isaiah Roby hurt his ankle in this game and did not return. And Bassi showed flashes last season. He's available everywhere. I wouldn't add him in twelves, but I'm not ruling out that he will have 12 team value. He is absolutely a 16 grab and maybe a 14. Calden Johnson, 25 points is great. Unfortunately, he got to the line too many times and missed too many shots, so that hurts, and his usual lack of other contributions is there. Well, Jeremy Sohan played 27 minutes. Sohan, now! 10 points, 4 rebounds, 2 assists, with not much else. He's sort of going between really good games and really bad games. I think he is a 12-team league guy, but I don't feel supremely confident about him maintaining that all season. For the Cavs. He's gone. He's good. He had been struggling a little bit, Don Mitchell, in some of his recent games, but this was awesome. 41 points, six dribbles and five assists. There's a lot of just good stuff from the good players. 15 and 10 for Mobley with two blocks. Jarrett Allen, 17 11 with three blocks and two steals. Garland had 16 2 and 7. And then the rest was like not good. We had a lot of Isaac Okoro minutes, 37 minutes, five points. He's only like a 14 team league guy at best, maybe 16. Rubio had two steals, but only two assists. He's not a 12-teamer. And uh, old mate, Dracarys Levert.
1: Dracarys.
0: Yeah, like, I said I was going to give it a workout. Let's get our wrists pumping.
1: Get that garbage out of here!
0: See you later, Karis. Four points, five assists, 20 minutes. Also, the Discman, only 11 minutes for Chetty Osman. And Dean Wade, only six minutes. Are they preparing for Danny Green to come in and take that playing time? Hmm. Very, very interesting. Because those guys were getting pretty good minutes, but... Not here. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. With the NBA season at the midway point, it's the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Brand new customers get a no, no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scorers and three pointers drained. Three's drain. just uh, the, the copy here, three's drain, Fanjul, it just sounds so wrong. But that's okay. Let's have a look at some other NBA. Hey, there are All-Star game odds here. Team Giannis is plus 106. Team LeBron minus 124. We don't even know the teams. How have they got the odds sorted out for that? That's very weird. But anyway, that's where we're at. We've got NBA Finals odds as well, like the uh, the NBA Championship. Celtics are favorites, followed by the Bucks and the Suns. Suns third favorite ahead of the Nuggets. Hmm, a lot of faith being put in Kevin Durant, but that's fine. FanDuel also lets you combine your bets for a big chance, or a chance at a bigger payout with same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fanduelcom slash locked on. That's fanduelcom slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And don't forget, to gamble responsibly. Let's go to the next one. It is the Houston Rockets and the Philadelphia 76ers. The uh, score here, the Sixers win it really comfortably in the end, 123-104. The delicate dancer, Alperen Sengun.
1: It's a delicate dance in
0: just 17 steps. Yeah, he was all right. It wasn't great. He was all right. and 12-8, two steals, 55%. We love that. Jalen Green did the thing where it was really good, but also really terrible. 29 points is great. Four assists is solid. Two steals is really strong. 30% on 20 attempts is disgusting. And then 15 of 17 from the free throw line is amazing. It's very hard to look at him sometimes when he's on your roster, but he's just that guy where you go, all right, I'm punting field goals. What else can I do about it? Because he's going to root me in it so many times. But the other stuff, actually pretty good here. KJ Martin is a 12-team league player, 15 and 7 with a steal, while Jabari Smith Jr.
1: Ah, Smithy.
0: Ah, yeah, he can't shoot either. 21% from the field. He had 10 points with 12 boards. If he's your worst player, and he probably is, that means he's droppable. He might have some good stuff later on in the year, but I don't know. Um, I haven't done it for a while. I I don't know if I've done it all season, but I think it's time to face facts. I faced these facts three and a half months ago, probably, but it's time to really face facts. Tari Eason.
1: Get that garbage out of here! Eight
0: points, two rebounds, 21 minutes. He's not getting the minutes, guys. I'm sorry. It's going to take an injury. It's going to take an injury to Smith or Shangun. It's not going to happen. It, it just isn't. They're starting Jay Sean Tate, who is bad. Six points in 24 minutes for him with a steal on the block. That's, I mean, sure. We're not adding him anywhere, but it's just not happening for Tari. One thing that is good that is happening is Tai Tai Washington has taken over from Daishan Nix as the backup point guard. Those of you in 20 teamers will want to be aware of that fact because Tai uh, Sean, no, Tai Tai getting the minutes is important to note because that you know, regular playing time helps in those deeper formats. Um, for the Sixers, PJ Tucker had some calf tightness, so he sat out and he only played seven minutes in this one. That meant the tangles. Tyrese Maxey started the second half. 35 minutes for tangles. 26-5-6, and six, two steals and four threes on really good shooting. He had really struggled. The last couple of games have been strong. That's good to see. Jimmy Harden, 28-2-10, two, two steals, two blocks, four triples. Ooh, that's sexy. While Embiid had 23-6 and six in only 31 minutes, didn't need to extend himself. But let's talk about the big question marks here. Uh, the wave pool, D'Anthony Melton. Three points, shit house. Four rebounds, bad. Two steals, oh, that's actually pretty good. One block, pretty good. Now, nothing about where this is going for Melton is good at all. The only thing I would say here is that if Tucker misses, and I don't think he will, but if Tucker misses, Melton will see his minutes jump up. But overall, when we're looking long-term, D'Anthony Melton...
1: Get that garbage out of here!
0: And as you're well aware, I like Melton, but this is going in the wrong direction very, very quickly. If you are in a strong position, if you are near the top of the standings, you can afford to wait. If there's no one great that you need to add, you don't need to do it. But it is trending downwards quickly. We obviously can jack off Jalen McDaniels.
1: Get that out of here!
0: 28 minutes, 8-5 and 3. Look, if Tucker misses, he might even start and get an opportunity at 30 minutes. But we're not looking at him at any sort of 12-team guy. Uh, Harold played only 3 minutes. He's out of the rotation. And we're going to see um, Deadman maybe get a part of that as well. But some people are still holding Harrell in 12-team leagues. That is whew, that is some delusion right there. Let's look at the next one. The Utah Jazz beat the Indiana Pacers 123-117. Olenek, 18-10 with four threes. We reckon I'm going to tell you. Do you reckon I'm going to tell you he's a must-roster player? Yeah, because he is. Going at him. Market in 29-11. He's just continuing to be unbelievably awesome. And Walker Kessler, only 19 minutes. Don't panic. Don't do anything stupid. He did have some foul trouble, but he still brought you 100% shooting with two steals and two blocks, and he's a 12-team league guy. The Padawan, Colin Sexton, uh, yeah, yeah. 18 points, six assists, and two steals. Getting two steals out of Sexton is always a win. But let's again understand something with Sexton. When we talk about players and their value, he is a 12-team league player. He's a low upside 12-team league player because on court, he's just not that good. And there's going to be times where Will Hardy goes, man, I can do something else with this position. Now, today, it wasn't Talon Horton Tucker who'd been getting 27 minutes a night and played only 19. He still had seven assists, Horton Tucker. And if you did add him, I would hold for a little bit of time. But it was Oshai Igbaji who got the playing time. And in the spirit of Oshai Oshai Igbaji's player numbers for the season, stats, that's what they're called, statistics, he was bad. Eight points in 29 minutes with not much else. He is the furthest thing from a 12 or 14 team league option. Maybe not even a 16 team league guy. Again, deeper leagues. Yudoka as a BUK is the guy you want to look at as the backup. Maybe Damian Jones takes it at some point. But regardless, you're not caring in the vast majority of leagues. For the Pacers, they were without Miles Turner, so of course they started Daniel Tice. Why wouldn't you? That's every it's every kid's dream to go watch um, the young future star Daniel Tice play his trade. I can't be too critical of Carla. I mean, I can, but I can't be too critical of Carla because Isaiah Jackson still played 26 minutes, had 11 and five with four blocks. Now, I still remain absolutely, completely unconvinced that Jackson is going to play as the backup every night. It's not going to happen. But if Turner is out, and I think Turner might miss the next game here, Jackson's a worthy stream. But what they did do is old mate Christoate, lottery pick legend that has a pension at the same time, he was out of the rotation. So they could play... Jordan Nwara, Nigerian legend himself. 17 minutes, seven points, two steals for Nwara. We wondered how these guys would get into the rotation, and what it's going to mean is just a bunch of nonsense. Georgie Hill played 10 minutes, Duarte was out. Um, I don't even know what to call Jalen Smith, the swindler. I know, I know we call him Sticks, but man, I, I'm never going to get over the me falling for this guy's nonsense. Stand
1: by your man!
0: Yeah, like, he's out of the rotation as well. It was a bad night from Hill. Eight points on, 13 shots. He's better than that. Well, Nempard, only 23 minutes. Nempard could really lose out here with Nwora and with Hill getting this playing time. Neesmith had his good game, so that's cool. He had 19 and 6. Look out for O of 6 shooting night coming up. I'm not getting sucked in. I'm not adding him anywhere. That's not true. Deep league, sure. 12s, no way. Halliburton, 30 points, 12 assists. Good numbers there. And Matherin was really good as well. He'd been struggling, obviously, for a big chunk of this season. 21 points. I know you don't think he has, but he has. 21 points in 32 minutes with four rebounds and two assists. It's all about shooting for him. 62% gave him good scoring. If he doesn't do that, ooh, it gets pretty ugly pretty quickly. Don't need to hold on to TJ McConnell in 12-team leagues, although some of you are. He had um, eight points in 16 minutes, and that's 16 minutes. I'm not sure he's got much of a chance to get over that as we move forward, to be honest. Today's episode is also brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. As a small business owner or a hiring manager, you know that success in 2023 all depends on the team members that you surround yourself with. That's why you got to check out LinkedIn Jobs. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can hire qualified candidates more efficiently by matching open roles with people who have the skills, values, and experiences to help you achieve your goals. LinkedIn Jobs helps you quickly attract qualified candidates to your open jobs with targeting tools. They go beyond resume data by using insights from your job post company and their 875 million member profiles to put your posts in front of the most qualified candidates. LinkedIn Jobs makes it easy to screen and rate applicants based on your job qualifications all on one platform. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post a job for free at LinkedIn.com slash on MBA. That's LinkedIn.com slash to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, there's a lot of interesting stuff in this next one the Battle of New York City. The New York Knicks and the New York Nets. New York Nets? That's not the right term. It's the Brooklyn Nets. I fooled myself by saying the Battle of New York City, didn't I? The Nets and the Knicks. The Knicks with a very comfortable victory here, 124-106. Dinwiddie was pretty strong. He took a lot of shots and missed a lot of them, but uh, 28-3-4 on 38% is rough. That shooting's rough, obviously. The 9 of 9 of the line is really good. They went with the same starting lineup again, and it was a stinker from Mikhail Bridges. 29 minutes, 7 points on 25%. One of the big things that kept him as that absolute category league darling was the fact that he was like a 65% 2-point shooter on 15 usage. It's not going to happen. He's still obviously really strong, and usage might go up, but probably doesn't increase his overall projection numbers. 7, 5, and 3 is bad. Um, oh, we got more to talk about that's bad. Don't worry. Dorian Finney-Smith, 29 minutes, 9 and 5 with 3 triples. I, I don't see how we can... I don't think we, see how we can hold on to him in 12-team leagues.
1: Get that garbage out!
0: Royce O'Neal, 8 points in 22 minutes.
1: Get that garbage out of here!
0: Nick Claxton, what the hell is going on here? 23 minutes, 11 and 6. Hmm. That, I don't understand. But if I'm in a deep league, I think I had this guy and dropped him like a dickhead in a 30 deep. Uh, De'Ron Sharp, 9 and 8 in 15 minutes. Huh. I wonder what's happening there. Are they trying to see what Sharp can do? That's a deep league situation. Very, very interesting. But... It's very sad to see what has happened to this guy's career. Uh, Ben Simmons.
1: Get that garbage out of here!
0: 13 minutes, 2 points, 3 rebounds, and 2 assists. Now, I'm not precluding Simmons coming back and starting to put up good numbers, but it's been bad most of the season. It's terrible now. It's getting worse. I feel like he's mentally broken. Like, honestly, like, it's... You can hate Ben Simmons as much as you want, like, as most of you do, but something's actually gone wrong here. Like, something massively has gone wrong with this guy's um, psyche in terms of playing. And we don't have really time to wait for that. So I'll say see you later. And I know you're all wanting to hear what you should do with Cam Thomas, who played 20 minutes and had seven points on 25% with 0-3, 0 assists, 0 steals, 0 blocks, and a big one rebound. He also went three of four from the line um, and played just the 20 minutes. So what should you do with him? I I am hesitant. I am hesitant to do it. But...
1: Get that garbage out!
0: I just wanted to do that for fun. Can you drop him? <laughs> Absolutely. Like, seven points in 20 minutes. He had, like, the hottest hot streak of all time where he was shooting, like, 60% from three on 45% usage in 35 minutes or not. All, right. all of those things was perfect storm stuff. And historically, he's never been that level of a shooter. And things have really dropped off. Will he have better games than this? I've got no doubt about that. He will be much better than this at other times. Is it worth holding on? Is he as good as three forty 40-point games in a row might make you think that he is? Not even close to it. So I look. I, I would happily drop Royce O'Neill before him. I would probably drop Finney Smith, Finney Smith before him. I'd probably drop Ben Simmons before I drop Cam Thomas. But Cam Thomas is absolutely not immune from being in the jacked-off firing line. He should be in that jacked-off firing line. And again, maybe it's hard to take that advice from me because I wasn't all that excited about adding him in the first place, as you're well aware. And then I doubled down saying, hey, sell high on him because I don't think this is going to last. So my advice comes from a position of, I didn't believe in him to begin with, And I also believe in him the exact same amount as I did before that. Actually, that's not true. I actually believe in him more than I did at the start of this. Um, So I understand all of that in terms of my evaluation of of where Thomas sits as a player. But the last two games aren't particularly encouraging. For the Knicks, the burner. Another 40 points for Jalen Brunson. 36 minutes, six dribbles, five assists, 71%. He has been absolutely amazing. Probably going to feature on the uh, Sell High show tomorrow because some of the stuff is not likely to stick. But really, really strong. Randall, 18 and 10. But let's talk about Josh the Hitman Hart. People look at this and someone tweeted, I mean, this is no offense to this guy at all because, you know, people, again, it's really interesting the way that people analyze it. And so much of working out what is going on in fantasy basketball and trades and wave ads is going through the nonsense, right? And through the nonsense of it. So we see this and Josh Hart, look, we look at the box score and go, man, Josh Hart, 27 points, four rebounds, two assists, four triples. That's unbelievable. And so, and someone tweeted, Josh Hart is finally free. Yeah, he's playing six fewer minutes and he played in Portland. So is he been freed to be allowed to play less? No, he's not. He just shot unbelievably. He just shot 71% from the field, which is not... And he, he did have higher usage for sure. But he's in a smaller role, coming off the bench. So that's great. And there is a chance that he starts getting really, really big minutes at some point. But be really careful of the reactionary narrative or the reactive narrative when looking at that, go, man, look at that, it's finally time. He played fewer minutes than he played in basically any game when he was in Portland. He just happened to hit 71% of his shots here. So what does that mean for the other guys? Well, it's not great for uh, it's not great for Grimey, is it? This briefcase and this haircut. Eight points in 22 minutes. That is a clear jack.
1: Get that garbage out!
0: Now, I'm a little bit hesitant with this one as well, but RJ Barrett played 24 minutes. He did have a trip to the locker room, but let's be fair, he's terrible. He's not good at all. And why am I holding on to a bloke who is the 187th ranked player this season?
1: Get that garbage out of
0: here! See you later, big fella. Emmanuel Quickly, 28 minutes. Not not a bad game from Quickly. I don't know if 28 minutes is enough for him or if he gets 28 minutes a night every night. I think it's closer to 24. That's just enough that if I haven't dropped quickly, I would hold. I still think he's going to be a drop because I don't think he's going to be a 28-minute-a-night player every night who also gets by with a true shooting of whatever he had here, 69%. Giggity. They're not realistic numbers to continue. But I'm definitely holding him over Grimes. Absolutely holding him over Grimes. I just don't think that's going to stick at that level. 24 minutes for Hartenstein, 24 minutes for Sims. Uh, that probably kills the value of those guys. Hartenstein probably needs 26 to 27 to be a must-roster guy. I still... Probably persist with him, but it's been definitely trending back towards the middle for both of those blokes. But good win, good win for the uh, for the Knicks. Absolutely, that's a good victory. The next game we look at is the Denver Nuggets beating the uh, beating the Heat 112-108 on the road. Big Chungus, Nikola Jokic he uh, he did his thing. Big, big Chungus, big Chungus, big Chungus, big... 27, 12, and 8, but it was a like, Sabonis triple double. No threes, no steals, no blocks, but 86% shooting is insane. Flacco Chanchar started 10-5-6, and, and with Gordon out, he's at least stream-worthy, but that's probably about it. And Christian Brown got big minutes with Jamal Murray sideline, 10-4-4. Four four. He's turning into at least a 16-team league guy. The Shark, Bruce Brown, scored 16 points with Jamal Murray out. Baby Shark did th- and the tank Tom Bryan, had 10 in his 14 minutes backing up Jokic. We don't need to look at Bryan in anything outside of very, very deep leagues. Maga Porter Jr., I'm encouraged to see him play 33 minutes. He had 17 and 6 with five threes, but that's what he is. Points and threes, interestingly, a steal and a block. You don't get that from him, just take it as an exciting bonus. While KCP only had 8 points, but he had two threes, 6 assists and 2 blocks. Just finding little ways to chip in, making him a pretty strong guy at this time in the, in the season. Ishmith played 16 minutes. I think Reggie Jackson's going to take those minutes pretty quickly. For the heat, they were without uh, both Tyler Hero, Kyle Lowry. Well, that's not both. Kyle Lowry, Tyler Hero, and Victor Oladipo. And old mate Jamari Boyeja. 28 minutes, 10 points. Two threes, three steals, one block. Do we pay attention? A little bit. But we're not adding in 10 or 12 or 14 team leagues, but a little bit. He had an interesting statistical profile coming out of the draft. He didn't get drafted. Had some okay moments in summer league. It's one to watch. I think Gabe Vincent's a pretty clear 12-team league guy. 15 points, 4-3s, four, 4 assists, while Max Struess was great. 42 minutes for the winner Soldier, 23-7-4, 4-3s. Four, four An elite streamer when Oladipo and Hero are out, a solid streamer when just Oladipo is out, and a nothing burger when those two guys both play. So for now, we can go with him. Caleb Martin continues to be frustrating. He had some good games, then he had 8-4 and four in 28 minutes then. Still only 28 minutes, while Hayward Highsmith also played 28 minutes. Um, it's hard to look at Caleb as a must-roster 12-teamer. He's more of a 14-team league guy, in my opinion. Butler had 24, 10 and 9, and Bam had 19 points with two steals. But only two rebounds for Bam. That's a, uh, a little bit disappointing in that area. Let's do the next one. The... Oh, actually, it's these guys. They bought. They beat the frauds that are the Chicago Bulls, 100 to 91. Fultz, 35 minutes, 18, 10 and 9. He's been so impressive, I think, this season. Um, obviously, not number one overall pick impressive, but... Really good after the injury setbacks that he's had. Franz Wagner, we talked about that he had uh, fallen way off. And um, here we go. 18 points on 88% shooting. He had three threes, he had three assists. Good bounce back. While Bunkera also had struggled 22-4-3 and three, and added three blocks. So we wanted to really watch what happened with Jalen Suggs after that big defensive explosion. He had three points in 23 minutes. He had a block. This is why we didn't rush to add him, though. He shot 14% from the field. And old mate, Bol Bol, Played 13 minutes and had four and four. Anyone who is still holding on to Bowl Bowl, do you wanna explain why? What what are we waiting for?
1: Get that garbage out of here!
0: There was no Cole Anthony in this game either, so those minutes for Suggs and even Bowl are a little bit concerning. They also signed um, Big the Big fella, and I'm not sure how much I'm gonna get to do it, but the Dart, Gogo Badante.
1: Problem with my Gogo Mobile. Gogo Mobile?
0: No, not the Dart. I think that's something that I've noticed also in a lot of fantasy basketball discussions with people is they look at this and they go, well, Mo Bamba averaged 15 minutes a night, so is Goga going to come in and play 15 minutes a night? And minutes per game is very, very misleading at times because when the team was healthy, Mo Bamba would play zero. Someone would get injured, he'd step up into a roll. Someone would get into foul trouble, he'd step up into minutes. In general, Goga's going to play zero minutes. It's the same as like when you say Bumba's traded, so Bowl's going to see his big spike in minutes. Yeah, he'll take all of Bumba's zero minutes. And now, obviously, when someone gets into foul trouble, Goga's an opportunity to get in there as well. So looking just at minutes per game is not like, well, those minutes are gone and someone else is going to step into them because it's not an every night occurrence for guys like Bumba. when the recent trend had been, he's out of the rotation. He's like the fourth big man or third big man. Because Mo Wagner seems to have that backup role locked down. Seven points for Mo with three steals and a block. He's actually turning into a nice 14-team league guy. What about John Isaac? 13 minutes, zero points, one steal. Missed all four of his shots. Again, How? what, what, are, we, what are you doing? What are you holding for? I'm waiting for the playoffs. When, when do you, how do you think, where, where is he getting his minutes? That's my question. And it's always been my question with Isaac, apart from the health, is who is he getting the minutes over? And as, again, much like when I spoke about Cam Thomas, take this with a grain of salt, I was never into adding Jonathan Isaac. I was very much against it, in fact. So if I'm going to tell you to drop him, understand that it comes from a position that I never would have added him to begin with. And that's where we're at with John Isaac. For the Bulls, Levine had 26 and 9 in 40 minutes. There's some pretty strong numbers. Vooch had 13 and 13. They're not particularly strong. And DeRozan, he's in a massive slump at the moment, DeRozan. You wouldn't believe that he's outside the top 150 over the last week, but he is. 19-3-6, 19-3-6, efficiency way off. Something is weird there. Obviously, it's weird because they're just a poorly run franchise. Dasumu got 34 minutes. He had two points. Um, if you do have Dasumu in a dynasty league, I am, as you're well aware of this as well, I'm very much on the downside of where his projection goes. I don't see him as a future starter at all in the NBA. I think he's one of those guys who who flashed early in his career with a couple of good defensive moments and was part of some good lineups. But I wouldn't be shocked if he doesn't have a career that's longer than five years. I, I just don't see him as that long-term NBA player. Definitely not a long-term starter. Could be wrong. Could develop significantly after that. I'm just not a believer in him. He had uh, yeah two points in 34 minutes with old mate Alex Caruso out. And as expected, Patrick Williams had a good game last time out. So he had 6-4 and, and 18%. <sighs> Pat Williams.
1: Get that garbage out of here!
0: Let's go. Let's go to the next game. Pelicans, 103, Thunder 100. I don't know why Josh Richardson played 34 minutes. Well, I know why in the end, because look at those numbers. 10 points, five steals, two blocks. Now, we have to go... The first thing you do is when you see that and you scan through and go, well, why did he play that much? Who didn't play? And the answer is Herb Jones. 24 minutes only for Herb. Why did Herb Jones only play that much? He did have a couple of early fouls, but I think Richardson just played better. The five steals and two blocks, though, five steals is a career high. So that really carried him, and it probably put him into larger minutes. That's great. I thought he'd be a drop pretty clearly. I don't think there's anything real about most of that production, but his minutes might be higher. So is he an ad? With Zion out long-term and also, I oh, thing, CJ was out, right? CJ was out. So that helps because Richardson can handle the ball. So is he a short-term ad? Maybe. Is he worth a flyer? Maybe. I, I really don't think it's there long-term, but that was eye-opening to say the least. Valentunas had 14-8, and eight. not a bad game from him. We had 12 points from Trey Murphy, 14 from Alvarado, who's always worth a stream when CJ is out, but that's nothing long-term there for Jose. Uh, Trey Murphy looks like he's going to have rest of the season value with Zion out for a period of time, and then Herb continues to be frustrating. The two steals are nice, but what else does he do? The answer is always nothing, so he doesn't do anything else that needs us to pay attention. It was a stinker from Larry Nance as well. The, ab- the absence of Zion long-term hurts Nance. I know you don't think it does, but it does. That makes him hard to look at as a must-roster player, in my mind, Nance, because he works with Zion. He doesn't work as well with the other guys. Najee Marshall, also obviously not a 12-team must-hold with four points. And Ingram had 34 points. Not nothing else, but the 34 points is nice. For the Thunder, uh, this guy is actually really good.
1: Broncos country, let's ride.
0: 39 minutes, 22-7-4, and four, two steals, a block, two triples. I have zero problem, zero, no lack of confidence at all in his role in minutes rest of the season. It's locked in. He's good. I did say... Somewhat flippantly in the offseason. I wonder how long it's gonna be until he, he's better than Lou Dort, maybe in January. No, he's he's obviously better than Lou Dort now. I don't think you no know you can't debate that. Surely you can't. He's unbelievable. Shea was great, twenty four and ten. Giddy was strong. And the big fella, Isaiah Joe, another four triples. Sixteen points. He is an excellent three point streamer. Nothing else but a good three-point streamer. They also welcomed back Jeremiah Robinson Earl, who went scoreless in 18 minutes. And a lot of people have asked me, is he an ad? No, he's not. He's not even really a 14-team league ad. He's just going to move into that mix of guys that they rotate through. Dario Sharic was available, but he didn't play. Hmm. Want to watch that one? I think he will get some minutes at some point. And Lou Dort had six points in 24 minutes. Lou Dort is still rostered in a lot of 12-team leagues. And obviously, we're giving Jack an old workout tonight.
1: Get that garbage out of here!
0: Williams started. He had zero points in 16 minutes. There was some thought that he might be a real beneficiary at the trade deadline. No, you don't need to have him in 12-team leagues. Probably not 14-team leagues either. Particip- oh, it was actually a good game from Kenridge Williams, actually. The Oklahoma City flap. 9-8, 31 minutes, still in a block. Still just looking at as 16-teamers. So we've got Bronco Williams, Shea, and Giddy as 12-teamers. You've got Isaiah Joe as a streamer. You've got Kenrich as a 14-16. to And then you've got old mates like Robinson Earl and Pig Williams and Lou Dort as 14 or maybe more 16-team league guys. And just because I don't get to do it very often, they brought him back.
1: It's Levi Osar, not Levi Sar.
0: Tanking legend Olivier Sar is back with the Thunder. Last season, he was too good, so they cut him. He's playing too well. Now, he's just another center to move into that mix of eight different guys to rotate through. So I'm not doing anything with it, but he is back and I get to play that sound again and that's exciting. All right, the next game, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Dallas Mavericks. The Wolves win somehow, despite Kyrie Irving going absolutely crazy in the fourth quarter. The final score, 124-121. They started Torian Prince instead of Kyle Anderson. Now, Anderson apparently is on some sort of a minutes limit due to his back, but one of the Wolves reporters, I think it was Dane... I think it was Dane. I can't remember his last name. Dane is his first name. He said, I wonder if they are moving Anderson to a bench role because Towns' return is coming soon and they're integrating Anderson into the role that he's going to play rest of the season. And that makes a little bit of sense. Anderson was still pretty good. 24 minutes, 12, four and five, two steals and a block and we hold him. Gobert, 30 minutes, 21 and 14. Oh, mm, okay. Nine of nine from the field. Okay, no blocks still, but the efficiency is amazing. And Mike Conley played 32 minutes, 12, three and nine with three triples. So Conley, first game, struggled a bit. Second game, amazing. And that, of course, meant that Jalen Noel played 15 minutes and had seven points. And I know a lot of people added Jalen Noel. Bye-bye.
1: Get that garbage out of here!
0: As for Torian Prince, who started over Anderson, he had seven points in 22 minutes. While it was great to see Jaden McDaniels. Now, it wasn't great to see his free throw shooting, but 19-4-2, two two steals, two threes, and one block is great. He has struggled a lot this season to really elevate beyond being a back-end player. And this was a good elevation. I'm not really sure I'm ready to trust it every game, but it was impressive. Goose had 32-5. and five. Anthony Edwards in 36 minutes with an assist on 55% shooting. He just continues to play really, really well. And I said Conley already had 12-3-9. He was strong. Also, you don't need to hold on to Nas Reid. You can... Or Nas Reid, sorry, the Wizard of Noz. You, um, you can drop him and add him if Gobert is out.
1: Get that garbage out of here!
0: On to the Mavericks. 40 minutes for Kyrie Irving. 36 5 and 6 with 43s on 65%. He was unbelievable in the fourth quarter. Still didn't get him a win unfortunately, but he was unbelievable. And Luca, 33 12 and 6. The volume from the line is still frustrating when he doesn't hit 78% of them. He was at 73% here, and that hurts in fantasy. And it was a good game from the crucifix Christian Wood, but it is really hard to do what he did. He played 23 minutes and scored 24 points. Right? That's unbelievable. Yet somehow was still a zero in plus minus to score that many points in that few minutes and still give up the same amount going the other way is really the explanation as to why he doesn't get his old minutes back because they don't need that offensive output. Now, this is encouraging to get back over 20 minutes while Dwight play, Powell plays 14. And Power was pretty bad in this game. There's no debating that. But I wouldn't say that we're out of the Christian woods. Hey, I don't think we're out of the Christian woods just yet in terms of him being solid rest of season. But it was a good step in the right direction. Not much else going on. Josh Green, the bubble burst in a massive way. 38 minutes, 6 points, 27% shooting, missed both his free throws. He had four assists and a steal. If you added him, hold on. The roll is going to be fine. The minutes are going to be there. But what he was doing on that elite if, uh, shooting numbers and that level of usage probably wasn't going to be able to remain. We said that, hey, when Luca and Kyrie get there, let's see what happens. Let's see how many times he touches the ball. Let's see what his production looks like. And this was bad. Like, it's really bad. Hold on, but I'm not, I'm not actually convinced at all that he's going to remain a 12-team league guy. 20 minutes for Theo Pinson is all you need to know about um, what role Justin Holiday can have on this team. Six points for Theo in 20 minutes. Uh, Sure, their bench is bad. It's really bad. If Theo Pinson's getting 20 minutes, that's really bad. Of course, Bertans, Hardaway, and Kleber being out hurts. And when they come back, it'll help. And they should all be back after the break. Hardaway, maybe he plays Wednesday. I'd be pretty surprised if he does. And Hardaway's return will have an impact, I would guess, uh, even further on Josh Green. Reggie Bullock played 38 minutes and had six points with two threes. And he's not a reliable option either, unfortunately, for old Reg. All right, next one. Lakers go down to the Blazers. One twenty-seven, one fifteen. No LeBron again for the Lakers. As I said earlier, apparently he will play on Wednesday. They started that same lineup, and old mate Darvin Ham said, "Yeah, we're going to continue to start Dennis Schroeder and D'Angelo Russell because I know nothing about modern basketball, and I think it's a terrible idea. I think it's a, actually, I think it's a great idea to play terrible players." He didn't exactly say that, but he, he said that he wants to um, um, play them together, which is stupid. Like. What that does is it limits Malik Beasley. Now, Beasley ended up with a really good game. 22 points, six triples. He had a usage of 31. That's not going to continue. He shot 50% from three. Won't continue. And he still only played 21 minutes without LeBron. Now, him playing 30 minutes next to LeBron makes a lot of sense. But you can't do it if you're going to play Schroeder and Russell together. As for Dennis, he had two points on 14% shooting on 30 minutes. He's always a stream option with LeBron out. It didn't work today. And LeBron's back next game. So... Jack. Get that out of here. Let's just keep it going for Rui Hachimura. Get that garbage out of here. Eight and seven in twenty-two minutes. While Jared Vanderbilt played twenty-two and had six and six with two steals. I I just Vanderbilt is fine if you want to have him. He's got really specific skills, really specific weaknesses. But I just don't think there's going to be large enough minutes to get excited. Davis had nineteen and twenty. With three blocks, but another poor field goal percentage night hurts overall. And Russell played just 28 minutes, 16, 3, and 4. I feel okay about Russell, but the others, uh, I don't feel really that good about it all. Honestly, Lonnie, obviously, Lonnie Walker is not a 12-team league guy. Hello. He had eight points in 14 minutes, while Troy Brown started again, 13 in 20 minutes. Now, Brown should not be starting, but he's going to move to the bench, and LeBron's going to slot in there. Will they continue to start Rui? I've got no idea. Their, their rotations don't make a ton of sense. For the Blazers, there's uh, quite a bit to talk about here. Oi, Damo, give us your lighter. 34 minutes for Damian Lillard. 40 points, 8 triples, 6 rebounds, 5 assists, 57% shooting, number 7 ranked player for the year, number 4 over the last week. He's dominating. But you don't really need to know that, do you? Should we talk about the other guy? You don't really need to know about him either, but I will. Anthony Simons, 14 points with six assists in 28 minutes. A bit disappointing. They started, there was no Jeremy Grant in this game. So while we're going to get some really good performances here, what does it mean? And the answer to that is, I don't know. There was seven minutes of garbage time in this game. And you know how I can tell that? Ryan Archer jackenow played seven minutes. matisse Thybul got 26 minutes. He had 17 first half minutes, nine second half. And it looks great. 14 points, four triples, one steal, three blocks. He started. Will he start when Grant returns? I would expect so. But that offensive level from him, which was great early on and then it did fall away, don't don't worry about that. That's not what he does. That's not what he will do. He won't continue to do that. But he was great here. What you want him for is defensive ability. Is there 26 minutes for him? Is a 12-team league player, Mathibel. Can he get there? There are still... A lot of players to get minutes in Josh Hart's absence. Thibault, Sharp, Little, Reddish. There's a lot of players to get minutes there. I think it's worth grabbing Thibault, understanding the strengths and weaknesses, and not looking at this and going, well, 14 points, Josh is totally fine offensively. Yeah, but it won't be like that, I don't think. You're adding him for defense, and it was an encouraging start. As for Reddish, 19 minutes for him, five points, two steals, and a block. He has been a good steals guy and a solid three-point volume player. But he needs 30 minutes, and he's not going to get them. You can jack him in 12s, 14s, and probably 16s.
1: Get that garbage out of here!
0: I think he can probably jack Drew Eubanks as well.
1: Get that garbage out of here!
0: I mean, you can hold him. He had six and nine in 24 minutes with a block, but you absolutely don't have to. And Trenton Watford didn't do anything, even though Grant was out. Eight points for him. He still rostered in some 12s and doesn't need to be. But what about old mate Shaden Sharp? Obviously, he's really explosive, and he has had one of the worst permanent fantasy seasons so far. Except recently. It's changed. Interesting. 15-5-4 with three steals on 60% shooting in 26 minutes. But that's just another spanner in the works, isn't it? Like, does he deserve 26 minutes a night now? Maybe. Will he get them? I don't know. There's a lot of players there. That's really strong from Sharp. I wouldn't add him in 10s. I wouldn't add him in 12s. I probably wouldn't add him in 14s. But I'd, I would add him in 16th. What he has done these last couple of games is so far removed from anything he did in the first 55, 60 games of the season. So far removed. 50-odd 50, 50 games. It's encouraging, but it's still, again, let's play the 240-minute game. You know the 240-minute game. Every night, there are 240 minutes to go to a team, and there are usually 10 players that get them. How does he get enough? Because I, th- I don't think 25 minutes is anywhere near enough for Sharp to be a 12-team league player. How does he get enough? to be someone that we want to add? And the answer is, he can't. I don't think. Remember, Jeremy Grant's thirty-six still has to come back into this mix. Nasid Little played 28 minutes, but the fact that they didn't start Little and they had Thibault and Reddish, two newcomers, start over him makes me think that perhaps Chauncey's not a big fan. 28 minutes for Little, 11 points, two blocks, three threes, leave him for the very, very, very deep leagues, I would think. And now the last game of the night, the Golden State Warriors knock off the Washington Wizards, 135 126, the final score there in favor of the Warriors. There was no Kuzma again. So we got Cordy Kispert starting. For what reason? I've got no idea. Four points in 22 minutes for him with two steals and a block. He had his minutes reduced in this one. And they gave them to Kendrick Nunn, who, admittedly, I have not been a big fan of. But he played well. 29 minutes, 13, 2, and 6. 71% shooting, 14 usage is a little bit concerning. I am definitely not running to add him. But it was interesting to see those minutes. Pulzingas was great, 34-7. and seven. Beal was great, 33-3-4. and four. They're just doing what they need to do. And Gafford got 28 minutes again, 9-8, 5 assists. No blocks, which brings his value down. But he is a clear must-roster player. I'm not sure that Denny Avdia is. And yes, I am holding him for now. But 27 minutes, 7-5-3 with two steals. He shot 30%. He was on a massive heater in terms of his shooting. And my thing with him has been, hey, if they're not going to start him and then Kuzma's going to return, is there enough there? And in the past, there hasn't been. He's been on a little hot streak. I would hold him for now, but I don't think you need to. Much like also long-term, I don't think he's going to be that guy. And I don't think Monte Morris is as well. 29 minutes, 8, 2, and 5. Like, it's just completely unexciting stuff from Morris, and I don't think there's really any upside in him. D-line did some things. Two steals for D-line Wright. 10 points in 19 minutes with two threes, but it's very hard to look at him as a must-roster play with the way they're running that rotation for the warriors wigo was really strong 29 7 and 4 in 39 minutes he'd been playing a little bit poorly that's really good to get that and looney was amazing 31 minutes 13 and 13 like 13 and 13 is a 12 team league player i don't think that he's a guy that you need to grab but for rebounds he's one of the best guys out there and Jermichael green was also amazing what the hell 14 1 with five assists and two steals perfect shooting hit four threes i don't care i'm not adding him in 10 12 14 or probably even 16 team leagues Strong game from DiVincenzo. The Big Ragu had 17 in 25 minutes, but that number's the one that worries me, 25. I'm holding because they're going to back-to-back tomorrow. And Steph said that he might be back just a few games after the break. I think his value is going to fall off pretty quickly. But 17 points, five threes, two steals is good. Or Jordan Poole, oof. 14, four and four, 30 minutes, struggling at the moment. Or he has struggled at times without Steph. Not necessarily at the moment. This was a bad game. And Draymond, only 24 minutes, had some foul trouble. Hence why we got more Jermichael Green. Clay Thompson, 27 points for him. Five assists is good. Two steals is good. He'll probably sit out tomorrow, though, while Johnny Kaminga's down to 13 minutes. Him and Moses Moody, few minutes, fewest minutes out of all the rotation players. That is not particularly great. Let's look at the lines of the night. The, oh, what's happened here? Did I forget to save it? I did. Let me adjust it. That's much better. The monstrous line of the night is LaMelo Ball. Your waiver wire line of the night is Matisse Theibel, the painter. The young gun of the night is the Bronco, Jalen Williams, and the dud of the night is Cam Thomas. Your top 10 players in category leagues today, number one was Lamelo Ball, followed by Kyrie, Damian Lillard, Nikola Jokic, Gordon Hayward, Kristaps Porzingis, Donovan Mitchell, Tyrese Halliburton, Jim Harden, and Tyrese Maxey. Your top 10 players rostered in under 50% of leagues. One was Thibault, two was Sharp. So obviously a big impact there of having no Jeremy Grant. Thibault's fine to add. I don't think I'd do it with Sharp, but I can see why you would. Number three is Josh Richardson. Look, encouraging, but do we expect CJ to be out and Herb to play 23 minutes? No. So, stream him. No worries. Have a crack. It's always worth having a crack at, guys. That's why we stream through our last roster spot. I don't think it works out. Jermichael Green, not interested. Vlako Chanchar, if Gordon remains out, you can be streaming him in. Neesmith, never. Never. I'm, never, I'm just not doing it in 12 teams anymore. You can do it. I'm not. Kenrich Williams, sure, but no. Malachi Branham, really strong shooting night, but he's a little bit empty across other areas, probably more suited for points leagues. And I do worry that when Trey returns and then Langford returns and then McDermott plays and then Vassell plays, this is not going to be able to maintain anywhere near what we need for 12-team leagues. Not even close. Jamari Bouyea, hmm. Deeper league guy. I added him in a 30-teamer today, so keep an eye on that. And then Gaz Harris at the back end there. And I, I don't think I could really care about that, even if you force me to. Top 10 players in points leagues. Number one was Tyrese Halliburton, followed by Kyrie Irving, Donovan Mitchell, Lamelo Ball, Luka Doncic, Damian Lillard, Jimmy Harden, Nikola Jokic, Jalen Brunson, and Anthony Davis. And guys, that'll do it for me today. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. And if you're on YouTube, thumb it up, leave your comments down below. Guys, hey, hit me, give me the 60,000 subs. We're almost there. Almost at All-Star break. Can we do it? About 150 to go. Hit the sub button. Let's get to 60. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.